We're gonna have a cool opening song. No, I'm just gonna start. What? All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? We're back with another episode of the Skinny Boy Says Podcast. What? Today, I got Rebel trained <laughs> head coach, owner, CEO, Dean Lieber with me. Um, Dean's a very good friend. Um, little may he know, he inspired me a lot in my fitness journey. And he was kind of the first person that got my head turning and the gears turning in my head to kind of take this as a career and take it serious. Um, I used to go to his gym, Black so, Sheep. So generous. Yeah. I used to go to his gym, Black Sheep. Um, and that's where I kind of met him. And he helped me kind of, you know, like I said, he kind of sparked the flame that is to what I've become uh, as a coach and like a business owner and a well, former business owner and CEO. Um, so I kind of want to just <laughs> introduce yourself. You can give a little bit of background quick and then we can kind of go from there. Introduce myself. Just oh a little bit goodness. of background. Um, been doing fitness for a bajillion years now at this point in the in the world of fitness. Uh, let's see, how long has it been? 2007, I got my CPT, Certified Personal Trainer, and then um, fell in love with helping people uh, become better, essentially. So it was, I, started out of, I started out at a big box gym at Valley Total Fitness. That was a lot of fun. Um, Help people lose weight help little old ladies learn how to cook better food for themselves. And I went shopping with people. I helped people clean their bedrooms. I really believe that how your, how your, how clean your home is, like how, how clean your bedroom is, uh, has a lot to say with how healthy you are emotionally. So I was hook, line and sinker. I was all about it. It was a way that I, it was what I used to kind of help me get my way through, um, college. So, I used fitness as a, as, a, as a job to help me get through college, and I absolutely loved it. Went to school for business, sports management. It's actually my my academic degree. You play basketball too, right? I, I dabbled in basketball as a as a 5'9", 155-pound <laughs> white guy. Sharp shooter. I was, uh, I was like a smaller, less athletic version of J.J. Redick. <laughs> if, if, if J.J. Redick was less athletic, which I don't know if that's possible, uh, that would have been me. Um, absolutely loved it, man. It was it was one of the best experiences of my life. So I played, yeah, I played a, a year of, of basketball out in college or in college out in Rochester. Came home. That's a, another story for another day. But um, after after being at Valley Total Fitness, I found uh, CrossFit, and that was like right when Cro like nobody heard or knew anything really about about CrossFit. Thought CrossFit was the bee's knees because I saw a bunch of people losing so much weight, getting so healthy, so fit, so quick. And um, and kind of just went in, just sold myself to it, man. Uh, drove to Pittsburgh for my level one in 2009, I think, 2010. Um, and that was an absurdly long drive because that was the closest level one there was <laughs> to me at that time. Well, I was in Boston. It was, yeah, it, uh, Reebok one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Austin and all those Spencer guys. Spencer yep. and uh, Connor Murphy, I think. So... Ah, yeah, and then I coached with Austin at Albany CrossFit. So he came from CrossFit DeWitt, and he was at, he was there. James Hobart kind of swung in and out and got a chance to meet a bunch of those guys. Um, that's when Reebok kind of first came into the whole equation. We had conversations uh, with Reebok about all that stuff um, in regard to, like, CrossFit and how does CrossFit and Reebok come together. Um, that was so much fun. My passion was always to open my own gym, and so um, I decided that I was going to move forward with that. Um, and then uh, 
before I opened my own gym. So there's kind of like little space where I actually helped kind of do some consulting with other gyms, CrossFit Avita being one of them with Chad and Karen. So opened Black Sheep and then after uh, I was at Black Sheep for four, a little over four years. Um, and that was, that was my gym, started that. Um, and, and then I ended up selling that and then transitioning as, as we discussed into remote coaching for the most part, you know, I, I still work with some clients. Some of them come over the garage as you just saw the garage yeah. is pretty, pretty loaded. Six setup. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm trying yeah. to work out. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, I guess one of my first questions, what's the transition been like from gym owner to mainly online coach and, um, oh. some in-person coaching? Well, so I, that's a great question. So I think in order to be a good remote coach, you have got to have a ton of experience and have seen a lot of stuff and almost be like, okay, I know how many different variations of X there's going to be. So when you see a video of someone, like you know, if you're doing remote coaching and they send you a video, you're like, okay, I kind of have a, a base uh, of support of understanding how many variations of whatever it's going to be. And kind of can then use that as as all right this is how this is what i'm seeing from this angle because mm -hmm. you can only see so much and so you can kind of you, you're kind of you know trying to trying to, you're guessing essentially yeah. but it's it's an educated guess yeah. um but so i i think that man in order to be a good remote coach and i'm, and I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that i'm a, a good remote coach i'm still working on it man mm -hmm. i'm still trying to iron out a lot of a it lot seems of my, like you know i, I know if, level of coach you are so i'm, I'm sure that the people you're trying are getting, <laughs> get I'm really, really, yeah i'm really freaking trying I, like really trying to add add value so in the online experience anyway so i think it's really really hard i don't think it's for everybody mm -hmm. um and i feel extremely fortunate that i am able to do uh, uh a decent amount at this point right now so yeah. um that's, I guess, that's, that's, I don't know if that answered your question. No, cool. Yeah, that's been awesome. Yeah. Um, biggest thing, or I guess, like, how have you grown over the past couple of years um, from becoming, like, making that transition? So, like, what do you see yourself different that being in the gym versus becoming a full-time kind of, like, online coach? So, where is, uh, where have you seen your career change and, like, your, I guess, I don't want to say values, but, like, your, I guess your values towards training and kind of your outlook on training oh wow dude that's that's an incredible question uh, um you know like for me the biggest thing since i've made this it's only been a week yeah. but like the thought's been in my head and like the biggest thing has been um you know you grow as in you're able to kind of like expand yourself a little bit you're able to mm -hmm. reach more people do certain things that you normally wouldn't be able to obviously there's some like um a creative aspect that comes because you're not inside of your gym anymore and you don't have like you know that yeah, environment sure. to be in so like to me it's it, it's there's a lot of change that occurs and i'm just curious about like right what you've seen because you've been doing it what, for two two years now uh, yeah just uh, about a year and a half yeah. uh, so the first word that came to my mind when you asked and i was like is like openness and flexibility yeah and um and so because you know most of the people that i'm working with are like in their garage, hammering away. Uh, um, their gym owners, their their coaches that are working on their own fitness, like to, to the nth degree. So, I, I would say that I'm probably working with a lot of these like lone wolf like mentalities. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think that that's good because I think those people are the kinds of people that work really well in the, in the remote coach set or remote coaching, right. As a client. Yeah. Um, and so for me becoming very flexible and open to like, what is your goal, right? What do you want? What are some of your li like limitations and weaknesses? What do you have around you? What's available to you? So I work with, you know, I, I think a lot of people from what I post, a lot of people think I work with a lot of more of the competitive yeah. clientele and, and I do have a decent amount of cli uh, competitive clientele, football players and softball players and volleyball players, sports specific work. And then also there's a decent amount of CrossFitters that I work with, but there's also some general population people mm -hmm. that this one girl has a carport, not even, a, not even a garage as a barbell and a couple kettlebells and just is like, Hey, what can I do to get, to get fitter? And here are some of my goals. And so having that kind of flexibility and being open to um, allowing people direction, like yeah. they, they, they have the direction that they want to head. And then um, it's just kind of showing on the road. Yeah. It's just leaning on that experience yeah. that I have to be like, okay, this is the direction you want to go. Here's probably the best way to go. Yeah. So well, I always say people pay us to save them time, right? Because we've been through yeah. most of the fitness stuff and just getting them to the to the place that they want to get a little bit faster i i can't say i've ever thought of it like that but i i yeah i think that's a great point but i i've heard of it as people pay for your experience yeah. people pay for your knowledge right yeah, like, so you don't make as many mistakes right exactly you 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 pay you you invest into an a thousand dollar a thousand dollar course a four thousand dollar course yeah. or whatever else because you care about you know it's not just about being yeah, looking decorated. looking yeah. super so, cool it's about literally know. using it so you can Exactly. Because like, I care about educating myself and being better. And, and I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for 13 years. And I'm so, I'm more hungry now, Yeah. which is incredible. Yeah. You know, I was had this conversation with a, uh, a person that I was consulting with in, in coaching recently within the past two or three weeks. I was like, I've been doing this for 13 years and I've, I am more hungry now to bring people to a higher level in, in the sport of fitness, CrossFit, mm -hmm. I'm more hungry now to challenge myself. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, yeah. So, cool, cool. All right, two kids, <laughs> Peyton and Claire, right? Peyton, Peyton, Claire, Peyton, uh, Claire, yeah, Peyton, Claire, Lieber, PCL, uh, and then Madison Grace. Madison Lieber. Grace, yeah, yeah. How's yeah. your fitness changed since becoming a dad? Oh, that's that's. I mean, it, that is a great question. So, it, it's um. <laughs> more flexible, you know, um, I am, a, uh, I'm a person that likes schedule and routine. So for me, my day is pretty blocked out a certain mm -hmm. way. And I, and I typically work out in this block of time, uh, almost every single day, somewhere around one o'clock to like two, two thirty, mm -hmm. And then I have calls after that and I try to wrap things up. Um, but I, d I just don't, I have, I have an hour, an hour and a half or sometimes less. Mm -hmm. And, and my girls will nap, uh, in the middle of the day. And it's like, that's the perfect time. Right. So, um, I think even though like in general too, it's more important to be more intentional when you work out. I think people miss that whole thing that well, like just having time to work out doesn't like, doesn't mean you should just waste two hours and do, you know, like fill that with a ton of stuff, like oh, an hour, an hour, 15 of intentional work is going to be yeah, definitely. You're hundred percent right. But I'll say for me, I, my mind would wander yeah. and I would like use it as a time to think about things yeah. and like, just like almost self like training for me is like self-expression. Yeah. 
and so it's meditative, but it's also creative. Yep. It's a creative space for me. Um, whereas, so to be to be honest, it's it's less creative because it's like it's kind of oh, I have I have to go. Yeah. I, I got to get this done. Yep. You know, um, but um, uh, I focus on for me personally, it's it's uh, aerobic work and power work, mm -hmm. and I kind of go back and forth between those two. Cool. Um, and I try not to get too complicated with it. And sometimes the aerobic work is very, very cyclical, very basic, yeah. very like on a bike. Or sometimes I'll, you know, make it mixed, like a, a, a mixed modal yeah. or a CrossFit piece. Um, you know, and I'll just do like 10 rounds and mm -hmm. with 40 seconds of rest in between rounds or whatever else and try to sustain. Power work, it's like, okay, you know, I'm 32 years old. Um, and not that that's old by any means, but yeah. the reality is, is that once most people hit 30s, they stop becoming powerful. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm like, okay, I want to get in two days a week of sprinting hard, of lifting heavy, of and, 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 and being aggressive and being fast. Mm -hmm. So um, instead of having a lot of like like strength, uh, prep time, strength, conditioning, accessory work, it's, it's really pared down to like the priority. Yeah. And I'll usually do like, the first round is almost always my warm up, mm. whatever it is, and then rounds two through whatever become the actual work. Cool, so, awesome, simple. Favorite thing about being a coach? Oh, dude, man! Like, it's it's the um, coaching is leadership, and leadership is mentorship. You know, like you have the ability to empower other people to be com completely and fully autonomous, and so you win when your other when when the people that you're working with and four and ultimately serving them right as a coach when they when they start getting it when they like the, the light bulbs start going off right and you're like oh shoot this is it's, it's it becomes it's so inspiring it's so awesome um but ultimately what you're doing is you're leading people to a place where they don't need you mm. and i think yeah, that that's yeah, that's that's one of my i mean like that's a good coach man. yeah i was gonna say like the and i mean it when i say it like when i said at the beginning like when i so when i was in I think it was my senior. Well, I, I came to Black Sheep like my junior year, yeah. and I was like, "Fucking confused." I was like, "I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do." I was like, <laughs> I, I started doing like I started liking fitness, and that was like a couple years after I lost a bunch of weight. So yep. I was kind of like, I don't really know if I can be in the fitness industry because like all I've really known is like personal trainers who like half-ass everything and right. don't really care. And like, I've never really been inside of a a gym where I knew the owner who was like in the trenches essentially yeah like every other gym that i've been to is just like a best fitness or like event and sure you don't you don't know the owner and like the big box a lot of those gym. guys are just money hungry and they're just there to make a dollar um so like when i started coming in and working with you and like talking to you that was kind of the thing where like i started learning that like the coaching end of things is like for you specifically it was like different and like i never had a coach before mm. and like fitness stuff i had coaches for basketball and whatnot but like for like a fitness coach, I never had that. So talking to you and kind of uh, hearing you explain it and then like hearing the level of depth that it can be taken to <laughs> and then seeing how it can be put into an actual career yeah. was like, oh, wow, like I can actually do this. Yeah. And like I can make it a career and like still like putting the pieces together on what that looks like. But like still, you yeah. know, like being able to see that up hand and or like up front and personal and then working with you at, during the internship that I did yep. was, um, yeah. it was cool. And like, it's one of those things where like, you know, you just learn that being a coach is so much more than just like writing a workout. And like, that's oh, been, for sure. you know, the biggest thing. That's it's, cool. it's, it's, it's connection. Um, 
I mean, and you hear people all the time. It's like, oh, they got to, you got to care. You got to, you got to connect with people. It's all about people. But like you, it, it, dude, like if, if, if your heart doesn't hurt a little bit, like when you coach, yep. like you're not doing it right. Yep. Like yeah, your, like, your heart's I struggled. That was one of my biggest struggles when I first started even working with you on the internship. I was like, I had to stop myself sometimes because I, I wasn't like, I guess, qualified at that point to coach, but like, Sure. Uh, I care about people and oh, like, yeah. I want to help if I can. And then that's you know, the prerequisite, man. It is. And then from there, once you, once you, once you show that you truly care about humans, humanity, uh, and that, and that, and progress, then from there, it's like, I'm like, if that person really cares and they're open, it's like that they, they can coach. Yeah. They, they can and become a good coach. And then like, I mean, I struggle with it. I think it's cause I haven't really had a lot of, uh, experience with it, but like this, dissociating that gym caring to like, like I care about it too much to a certain extent. And I would like, let it bother me if I, yeah. I didn't do good. Or There's like a dichotomy. Did. Yeah. And like, it's been one of the things that like has helped me grow, grow the most is being able to understand like, yeah, I want to help this person. But at the same time is like to help them, I kind of have to take care of myself too, as a coach. And like, and a lot of times you don't because coaching can be, strenuous job it's like so it's, grindy man and this is so this is the big thing right like especially having having two daughters mm-hmm. when i when i owned the gym it was i was up at four four and change whatever because i i ate yep. i woke up i tried to i try i'm like mm, i'm gonna tell the people to do this i'm gonna do this i woke up i read a little bit i ate my i ate breakfast i cooked my breakfast mm-hmm. and then ate it and then i got myself ready hair was done uh, and then I went to the gym, mm-hmm. right? And and I coached. And um, and then you know, it, fitness is hard, man, because you you are save yourself, save yourself some time and shave your head. Yeah, yeah, for, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. I don't know if my head would look as good as yours, though, bro. Um, but like you, you, you coach fitness. You coach when other people don't work. Yep. bro. Yep. And people, people see a lot of glory in the in the in being a personal trainer or coach or whatever else. And it's like. You and it and it is. It's beautiful. It's awesome. I and I can't say that enough. But it is hard when when you're like you're in a relationship with someone, <laughs> and and then or you, you get married. They get out of or, work at five, and you're just starting your night. <laughs> yeah, man. Or and then or and then on top of that, you have kids, and it's yeah. like holy smokes, man. Like you're up at you're up at four o'clock. You have that morning block. The the middle of the day gets a little slow and a little quiet, and then three o'clock you're back in the gym and you're home at, at you know seven eight o'clock and it's like it will and and i had done that uh i started doing that in 2010 2011 mm-hmm. until 2018 so for eight years and i just i was just like man i'm you know i, I love this field and yeah. i will never I, I i can't say never but i don't want to do it to service and i'm just not in a place where i can continue to serve the way that i did and so it, I'm like, it is time that's, for me to step down. Yeah, at the gym. Yeah. yeah, and that's time for me to step down because my priority started. And my Savannah and I had the conversation. We're like, it's time, you know, we want to start a family. Yeah. And um, and my calendar now, man. If I were to open my my computer, and I have all these blo- everything blocked out and everything's yeah, yeah. color coded, yeah. but from six to seven, every day, full hour, I get an email notification on my cell phone. It says, time with girls. Yeah. That's 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 my daughter's, yeah. and then from seven thirty, because then from seven to seven thirty, it's bedtime routine, everything else, and then from seven thirty until nine, 
it's time with wife. Yeah. Time, not Foxy. Yeah. Three X's. <laughs> Dangerous woman. But from 7.30 to 9, it's time with Savannah, right? And it's blocked out. And I get an email on my cell phone, right? And so to me, the, the balance that I have now in my life, because I get up before everybody wakes up in the mm. morning now, because when the girls wake up, it's mayhem. Dude, like it's mayhem. It's absolute mayhem. There's no way to get anything done. Yeah. So I have to get up before they get up. And Peyton gets a bottle at 7.30, he gets breakfast around that same time. So I'm a bit, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock, programming, getting stuff done, just chomp it, like going, going, mm -hmm. going. And then also gives Spin an opportunity to sleep, right? Because um, she's on all the time, yeah. mom. But so like now I look at my life and is it perfect? No. Am I, am I going all out? Yeah. <laughs> but there is a lot more balance relative to, to, to where I want to be health wise. Yeah. Like, and when I say health, I'm talking like the whole picture. Yeah. For me, right. Yeah. So, um, and then reality too, man, like how are you going to lead other people if, if you're not where you need to That's be? That's my biggest thing. It's like, you gotta, you're going to talk to talk. You gotta walk and walk. Absolutely. That's my, like a hundred percent. Like I'll, you know, I won't, and that's why it and that, bothers that, me sometimes with yeah, coaches that, who don't. That know. later part for me of the gym, completely transparent, stopped being healthy. Yeah. And so it's it's like, was I fit to lead them? Yeah. And the answer is reality is probably not. Yeah. So no, no that's a that's I a rough decision. You, I kind of no. cut you off. No, I mean that's what I was gonna say. It's like it's a rough, it's a tough decision when you start to feel that because it's yeah. not, especially in a gym, like a job, you're just whatever. Like you're a nine to five job, like this isn't fulfilling anymore. They just replace you. Like the gym is like, especially being the owner, the head coach, the face is like, when you leave, it's like, you know, you're not just letting yourself go. It's like, you're, you're, you're leaving your people. You're yeah, leaving oh, absolutely. the community. You There's built, guilt that's the, associated with that. Exactly. And like tons that that's, you know, and a lot of people may not understand that. Yeah. And like um, taking that step is, it's hard. It's not very like, vulnerable. you know, and like, you know, you've probably, had a bunch of cries about it. I've had a bunch of cries about it. No, seriously. And like, it's one of those things where it's just kind of like you just kind of see where you are now. And it's like, yeah, you must be doing fine. And it's like, yeah, but like, you know, it's not like I don't regret anything or like you look back and you're like, oh, I wish this could have been better. But, you know, it wasn't. And it's leading you to where obviously the next step is, which is part of my next question is, boom, where do you see your career going oh, in the next five years? Gosh. Oh man, that is a great question. I and I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. Um, I, I mean, I, I want to. I'd love to continue growing remote coaching. I'd love that. Um, you know, selfishly, like, I want to continue working with. I mean, I want to work with people who want, who want it. Yeah. You know, so that doesn't matter, bro. Like that doesn't matter. And I think that you, you hear me when I say that. Yeah. But it's like if you are a stay home mom. Or if you're, you know, an entrepreneur, or you're a business owner, or you're a coach, what doesn't matter where this person's at, like yeah. as long as you want it. But so selfishly, I would like to continue working with uh, athletes, sp sport specific. Mm -hmm. I, I'd love to grow like that portion specifically, like str strength conditioning. So like last summer, I went out and got my CSCS, which was awesome. I love yeah. that. And so that's, you know, I mean. CrossFit kind of, I mean, I love CrossFit. I have a ton of respect for uh, people that are working really, really hard to make what they're providing for people great value. But I've had some issues with it myself. And there's yeah. a reason why my gym was Black Sheep Athletics, not, you know, blah, 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 CrossFit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I wanted to do it different. Um, Good thing, right? 
and uh, yeah, yeah, and um, and so I, I'd love to I'd love to continue developing and growing like the strength conditioning portion of what I'm doing. Um, I would love to continue growing and developing like sports specific to CrossFit, like mm. sport of fitness, like those guys. I have a couple of people that I that I work with right now. They're incredible. Mm. I feel so fortunate to work with them. Um, and then I have a couple other people that I just I just did a couple of calls, and I have three people that are that are ready, willing, and and, and eager to get started with CrossFit specifically. Like they want to be better in that sport. So I love that. I love CrossFit. Like the sport yeah. is sick, dude. Yeah. It's such a sick sport. Um, and then from from like an exercise science point of view, to like balance all those balls up in the air at the same time, it's really really incredible. And it's so and so when people say, "Oh, I programmed an entire week for this games athlete, and it took me 15 minutes," I'm like, "What are you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah. Like you shut your mouth, you stop it." Like, well, and that's the thing. It's like I so again, I'm not like the biggest fan of CrossFit overall, but like for me, it helped me like widen my view yeah. of everything because like you see like essentially that's like the i mean i don't know i guess that i don't want to call it the apex of fitness but like you know you're doing so many things you have to be good at so many things that like it's so like eye-opening to all the different skills yeah. that you can have and like as a sport it's, yeah it's incredible yeah and it's like, incredible man as a sport like you see like matt fraser snatch 315 can clean 400 run a six minute mile and it's like like you're not going to find any a lot of people that can do that in general. No, 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 no. And then, um, but being able to kind of like see that, take it back, and be like, all right, like what's necessary there, and what can be used with most people, and then you know <laughs> what like, people don't want to hear is general population yeah. people don't need to kip anything. Yeah, and exactly, and that's <laughs> what I mean. It's like just stop. CrossFit has like some good stuff, but like there's a lot of that stuff that's just unnecessary. Right. 100%. So like, and then mixing that with like the strength conditioning world, and mixing that with like bodybuilding world, and kind of developing something that's like you know, a little bit more inclusive, but like still gives people the fun of CrossFit. Cause one of the best things about CrossFit is that like you learn skills. Yeah. Like it forces you to learn skills. Yep. Not that people should be learning those skills, but like um, it gives you the opportunity to like better yourself. And like, that's one of the best parts is like you go in, you see, you know, I remember coming in the black sheep and seeing like Jake and Nolan do like crazy stuff on the bar. And like mm, even yeah. Nick, my friend Nick, like they would just be able to do like disgusting amounts of unbroken muscle. I was like, Oh, I want to do that. But like, whether I should have been doing it or not, or like people should have been, it's just like the point. I'm like, oh, I want to get better. I want to see that. Yeah. And like, um, you know, as a coach, it kind of opens your eyes to like what's necessary and what's unnecessary. Yep. Um, but it's cool. You know, and like I said, it's one of the things that kind of made things a lot better for me as a coach. And, you know, again, I'm not the biggest fan of it overall. I share your, but, I share that because yeah. that, that's, that has always been one of my biggest criticisms. It's like, you know, like a lot of populations don't need to be barbell snatching. I mean, like your, your shoulder, that is a very shallow joint yeah. and to, and to put your arms over your head in that position like that in a dynamic fashion, it's extraordinarily demanding. It's extraordinarily demanding. There's a lot of prerequisites you really need in order to be able to do that. Well, now granted, like there's several people that can yeah. and are crushing it. Right. Yeah. But there's a lot of general population people. It's like, man, you'd be better off just, just getting stronger. Yeah. Like just getting straight up stronger and then just, just learning how to walk better. Yep. I know it sounds silly, no, yeah. but like learn how to walk better. And then let's make that a little bit faster. Learn how to jog better yeah. because you're going to be, we're bipeds yeah. as humans. We're going to be walking and jog. That's the, our primary form of locomotion well, I guess, for so the rest of our lives. I was going to say that like Jordan Chow, he's, I'm taking his course right now, prescript level one. Yep. And his definition of function is what our body does walking and breathing. And like, I've never heard that from anybody else. And like, it just makes like, I don't understand why that wasn't, 
the initial definition. Like, because everything that I've heard is functional is like doing snatches and like squatting. Oh, and you yeah. know what I mean? And like functional is literally like, what does our body need to do and act when we're literally walking and breathing? There's and components like, of the snatch that are functional. Yeah. Like aggression yeah. and speed. Yeah. But we don't need to train but just from snatch. like a like a, a basic perspective yeah. is like what is functional as functional as like what our body does when we're standing up and walking and then uh breathing uh what's the word um involuntary involuntary or voluntary involuntarily doing yeah. like our body's just doing and they need to highest function to do that so check this out yeah like my, 90 my, seconds really yeah my grandmother is 92 years old right at this point in time she's having a hard time walking mm. What I have found is that I think that the most functional movement that human beings do is a single leg support position. Yeah. Because that's the position, if you pause, when you walk, you find yourself single leg. Mm -hmm. As people get older, they rush to two feet on the ground. That's the scuffle. Yep. We lose the ability to just be in a single leg support position. Yep. That's walking, bro. Yeah. No, right? it is. It is. And it's like, if we aren't walking well, like it, I don't care what you're snatching. Yeah. No, it's true. No. I didn't get to ask my last question, but I know his answer. Who's better, LeBron or Jordan? Bro, I'm LeBron, watching. I'm LeBron. watching, dude. I'm watching the the documentary right now, or that that oh, series, yeah, Last Dance, yeah. and it is it's awesome. sick. Yeah, you should watch the Lance Armstrong. I too. we should do a whole total podcast just on LeBron versus Jordan. I, yeah. Like I'm, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Too. Right, we'll do it. Follow up. All right, uh, this thing only goes up to thirty minutes on here. So, um, thank you guys for tuning in, uh, Dean. I'll put his. Uh, Instagram stuff and his Facebook stuff at the bottom. Um, I'll share it on Facebook. I'm sure he'll share it as well. Um, if you guys have any questions for him or myself, you know where to reach out. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate yeah, it man. as always. Um, Dean, thank you for having me. Bro, thanks for having me. Um, yeah. We will see you guys next time. Peace.